gmail.com. Enviroshapes at gmail.com. broadcast this present I'm sorry uh, the olive tree and lampstand radio ministry program the radio church this is Rick Rodriguez and I had a plan a message today and I left my notes at home but God will cause all things to work together for good to those that love Him, to those that are called according to His purpose. God will cause all things to work together for good. This is the way it is with us. God always has a way to work things for good. Which, I'm still going to present to you the program that I intended to present to you the cosmos, the world that is at war with God, the cosmos. But before we do, I'm going to start out with Romans chapter 8 and verse uh, 24. You might want to, if you have the time to get a script, your scripture out and follow me, We're in the hardships that are preceding the tribulation of the end of the days. And because we're in uh, the hardships now that we're slowly slipping into greater hardships, the matter of the COVID-21 virus, the vaccinations, the exercises, military exercises that are on all the seven oceans of the world, basically, 
we're in a time that the Lord spoke of in Matthew chapter 24 and the initial time would be the birth pains that would lead to the tribulation in the time that we live we're getting so close to that time and because of it I know that people we don't know how to pray so here's what Paul said in Romans chapter 8 likewise and this is verse 26 likewise the Spirit also helps our infirmities we have infirmities what kind of infirmities well for we know not what we should pray for as we ought we know not what we should pray for as we ought but the Spirit itself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered the Spirit makes intercessions for us with groanings which cannot be uttered in the hardships that we're slipping into we don't know what to pray it's an infirmity it's like a handicap it's it's uh, a not knowing exactly what to pray for but the Holy Spirit is making intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered deep in your being in your spirit there's a groaning there's a groaning I know that King David there were times when he was under so much stress being chased by enemies in despair and all he could do is call on the Lord all he could do is call on the Lord the groanings were so deep he didn't have the utterance he didn't know what to pray he didn't know what to ask for but deep within there was a groaning and all he would do is call on the Lord oh Yahweh oh Yahweh oh Jesus of course he didn't speak Spanish oh Lord Jesus Lord Jesus Lord Jesus Lord Jesus just a groaning a groaning you don't know what to pray well you go to the Psalms and David would call on the Lord he may not have the utterance but he know deep within the spirit the spirit was the groaning he knew to call on the Lord we're in the time where sometimes you don't know what to pray so you just have to call on the Lord Lord Jesus help Lord Jesus help it is God's will that we know his will but sometimes our spirit is so overwhelmed we don't have the words in our mind but by beginning to call on the Lord the spirit will begin to move God will begin to move inside of us little by little as he moves as we're groaning as we're calling on his name he will begin to give us the prayer that we need to pray and he will begin to give us the words and he'll begin to reveal to us what it is that we need to pray or who we need to pray for maybe for ourselves maybe for others he will show us 
what is important. Verse 27, He that searches the hearts, he that searches the hearts, knows what is the mind of the Spirit. He that searches the hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. He makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. He's always interceding for you. Always interceding. He knows what is best for you. He knows what is important. Sometimes we don't know a direction to go. But we call on the Lord and we just wait and we call on Him. And eventually we will have a sense, a direction. We'll, begun to become to, we'll begin to get clear. And we know that all things, that all things work together for good to them that love God. We know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called, who are the called according to His purpose. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the called according to His purpose. So right here in these verses, Paul is presenting that sometimes we don't know what to pray. We have an infirmity. This is an infirmity with many, many Christians not knowing how to pray and what to pray. When I gave my life to the Lord, I began to get, I, I fortunately was in a fellowship. There was a lot of, there was material books on intercession. There was a man by the name of Praying Hyde. Uh, Praying Hyde. This is one of the early uh, pioneers or pilgrims to this country. And he would go out into the woods. This is in the 1600s, I believe it was. He'd go into the woods and he would just pray in the wintertime for the Indians. And it would snow. In one account, it would snow and the snow was two, three foot deep. But where he had knelt down to pray, all the snow, it was dry. The snow had just, didn't even land on him. Praying hide. Then there was another man by the name of Jonathan Goforth. And these men who were prayer warriors that knew how to pray, that knew how to still the soul so that the mind would be quiet, the mind would be subdued, that your soul that is full of turmoil, your emotions would be calm, and you could focus on the things of the Spirit, and you could focus in and pray for God's will, to know God's will, to know God's plan, to know the direction to go in prayer, and your soul would be still. Your mind would have to hush. The mind is a, is a, lo a noisy, noisy part of our being. Our mind is just busy. Thoughts, thinking about this, thinking about that, problems, worries. And you have to still the mind. You have to tell the mind, like David, King David in the Psalms, soul, he prayed this, soul, 
Be thou silent unto the Lord. Be thou silent unto the Lord. Soul, hush. Quiet. Be still. Mind, be still. Emotions, be still. Will, you want to get up and do this, you want to do that, be still. This is what David prayed. Soul, be thou silent unto the Lord. And then David was able to pray and find the will of God for every situation, every circumstance. To be st His soul would be still. So there was praying hide. There was Jonathan go forth. There were many other books that I read. And I remember that it was an exercise. It, was a, it wasn't just like going out to play baseball, playing catch. Yes, you have to learn. You have to be, have some coordination and ability to throw the ball straight. But prayer is different. Prayer is really an exercise. And one thing I would do when I would pray is I would take the Bible and I would use the Scripture. And I didn't just use my thought pattern, but I would use the Scripture. Like here in these verses. Likewise, the Spirit also helps our infirmities. And pray that. The Spirit is going to help your infirmities. The Spirit will help your infirmities. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You are going to help my infirmity. You're going to help me to know what to pray, to how to pray, what's important in prayer. Thank you, Holy Spirit. You're going to help my infirmities. For I don't know what I should pray for as I ought. I don't know what to pray for. My, I'm confused. My mind is too full of, too active. But, you are going to help my infirmity. I don't know what to pray for as I ought. But, it says here that the Spirit makes intercession for us with groanings. I do know, Holy Spirit, that I am groaning. I am groaning. I have these groanings inside. And you're going to show me what these groanings, you're going to give utterance to the groanings and show me what it is that you're saying, what you're speaking, what you want me to understand. It's an exercise. It takes the Word of God. Like David, Soul, be thou silent unto the Lord. Be thou silent unto the Lord. I know that sometimes, like practically speaking, sometimes you can't sleep. Well, King David said that the Lord gives His servants blessed sleep. That's a prayer you should pray. That's what the Bible says. The Lord gives His servants blessed sleep. You can say, Lord, Your Word says, You give Your servants blessed sleep. I am Your servant. I pray tonight for blessed sleep. Sleep where my soul isn't keeping me awake. My mind isn't too active. I'm not thinking about tomorrow or next week, or next month. Soul, be thou silent unto the Lord. And Lord, you give your servants blessed sleep. Taking the scripture, and using the scripture in your time of prayer. It's an exercise, it's a discipline. But it is the most rewarding discipline. It is the most, it is the most uh, 
prayer, you can do more with prayer than you could ever imagine. You can do more with prayer than you can with the backhoe, with uh, any equipment that is made available to man. You can, through prayer, you can move mountains if you have the faith. And he that searches the hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them that are called according to his purpose. We're the called. We're called according to his purpose. So, just to begin with today, these verses in the matter of prayer, you're groaning because of the situation in the world today. A lot of groaning with the Christian people. A lot of groaning with people in general. Not knowing what's, what new laws are going to be put on the books. What new plans for this society are being planned. And we sometimes just don't know what to pray. We don't know what to pray. We don't know how to pray. I remember another another uh, book I read. It was about a, a sister by the name of Madame Guyon. She was a Catholic. She was a very godly woman. She learned how to pray. She was a very beautiful woman. And her beauty was a real distraction to uh, her walk with the Lord. And she had to pray that her beauty wouldn't interfere with her walk. There are things that interfere with our ability to be godly, to be what God wants us to be. Money. Sometimes money can be a real curse. But, Paul's talked about in all things, we can be content. In all things, God can temper us. For those who are poor, God is with you. For those that are wealthy, God can be with you. But it's a decision that you have to make. Those that are in prison, they are limited their world is a very small world. It's a very dangerous world. But through prayer, God can keep these people. And God can, in that setting, mature the individual as a Christian. Can cause that person to grow, even in the setting of prison. Sometimes hardship is a, is a blessing. Because it will, because of the afflictions, you will grow. Now, also, so that's one point. We don't know what we should pray for as we ought. But, there is groaning within and the Spirit is interceding for us. According to the will of God. In Second Peter, we have been given as Christians, there is nothing God has given the believer, every, everything that is necessary for our Christian walk. From the time 
of our birth in Christ to the time that we have matured in Christ, like the apostles. Everything is available to us. There is nothing, nothing that is withheld from God's children. In God's kingdom, God, as the king of that kingdom, has to give his servants everything necessary for their living and for their well-being psychologically, for their spiritual walk and maturity. Everything is available. And it's kind of condensed in one chapter, in 2 Peter chapter 1. I'm going to read this to you. It'll take time. The purpose of the reason why I have the radio ministry, as a, pa as a pastor to a church audience, and I am, I'm not a pastor to a congregation with a building in that setting, but I am a pastor to an audience. I am a, I am a teacher. I, I'm a Bible teacher. I, if I had more time, I could, like J. Vernon McGee, go from Genesis to Revelation. But now, because we're in a, a time in the world where we're limited with time, things are changing so quickly, ten years out, Armageddon will be done. The war of Armageddon that we, that's been in the Scripture talked about will be finished within a decade, I believe. Not much, not much longer than a decade. Things are moving too quickly right now. Within a decade, the judgment of the wicked will have been completed. Within a decade, I am pretty sure that the devil will have been bound and thrown into the bottomless pit for a thousand years. Within a decade, the children of God in all seven churches will be resurrected from the dead. Those that are asleep in the earth, in the heart of the earth, in paradise, they will be resurrected. They will be, we will be caught up with them. We will be, come before the judgment seat of Christ in the clouds. We will receive our reward. And then upon receiving our reward, we will descend with Christ as His army at the Battle of Armageddon. So many things are going to happen in this decade. But as a Bible teacher, as a pastor to a radio church, the Scripture is vital to see what the Bible says about our time, where we are right now. Christians have been given everything, every single thing that is needed for our spiritual growth. It's available and it's condensed in Second Peter chapter 1. And we'll go through this. I have three hours. I don't know how long this will take. I have other things I'm going to get to. But I have to, I want to talk about the cosmos. The, the world that is out there that we're to be part of. We're to be in that world but we're not to be of that world. But before we do that, I want to present to, to you 
what we have been given for the sake of our spiritual maturity. Okay. 1 Peter chapter 1. I'm sorry. The second epistle of Peter, chapter 1. Simon Peter, a servant and an apostle of Jesus Christ, to them that have obtained like precious faith with us through the righteousness of God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God. Through the knowledge of God. This is an important matter at this time that we're in. The knowledge of God. We all ask, what is God's will for my life? What it does God have planned for my life? Well, one of the plans is that you would have knowledge of Him. The knowledge of God. Who has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. And because we're at the bottom of the hour, I'm going to stop right there. We're going to pick up with godliness when we get back. Podcasts are on 1360khnc.com to the podcast section down to the open for or to the olive tree and lampstand ministry program. The box, click on it, and you're to the programs. This is Carter, host of Bail Talk. Tune in every Sunday from 2 to 3 to hear about crime and bail. 2 to 3 every Sunday. Don't miss it. Come on, man. You own a business in northern Colorado, and you haven't called us to get your business in front of our fiercely loyal audience? We're giving businesses free radio interviews over 100-plus commercials a month during the primetime hours, reaching thousands of people a day, several times a day. Be smart. Don't be unintelligent. Call Bucky at 970-825-9305. We could start growing your business and making some real money fast. Call Bucky at 970-825-9305. It is not because men have made laws that life, liberty, and property exist. On the contrary, it is because life, liberty, and property existed beforehand that men made laws in the first place. What then is law? It is the collective organization of the individual right to lawful defense and punishing injustice. Frederick Bastiat, The Law. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group, and I would like to encourage everyone to make sure they are prepared financially as the Federal Reserve continues to destroy the value of the dollar. Since the closing of the gold window in 1971, the Federal Reserve has led the way in the explosion of debt and the devaluing of your money. They openly say that they need 2% inflation, which simply means they hope to devalue your money and they want to do this every single year, year after year. I know it's hard to understand, but the Federal Reserve believes in prosperity through debt and growth via the devaluation of your future. To learn more about how to protect yourself, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800-951-0592 and protect yourself against the devaluing of your money. Hey folks, The Rev here. I want to introduce you to my friend Zach Frisbee, decorated combat veteran and Purple Heart recipient. His real estate service has incredible programs and can even offer a $1,500 closing cost to veterans. 
Zach also donates $500 to the VFW for every home he helps you buy or sell. Zach's website is foothills.life. Again, that's foothills.life. Make Zach at foothills.life your choice for all your real estate needs, real estate done right. Hey there, guys. How long have you been waiting for good, conservative quality radio? Well, you finally reached your destination at 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. We all do need to change our ways of living, and it's going to be through the power of the Holy Spirit. You're not going to do it in your own strength. So, okay, welcome back to uh, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Radio Ministry Church program. I'm Rick Rodriguez. For those that are just coming in, I'm going through First Peter. I'm sorry, Second Peter, chapter one. We have been given everything for our spiritual walk, everything that we would be fruitful, everything that, that we would overcome, all spiritual, everything that God provided for His children spiritually is in this chapter. Verse 3, According as His divine power has given unto us all things, as His divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness. Through, again, the knowledge of Him that has called us to glory and virtue. Paul is telling us and revealing to us what we have been called to. To glory. That our lives would be meaningful that we would impact the micro world in which we live, the people around us, our family. Because there's a great glory that is with the people that are godly. There is a quality. It is a glory. It is something invisible, but it's evident. There is a glory that godly people carry with them. There's a quality of, of who they are as people. Not just their personality, but you can tell and sense that there is peace, there are there is wholesomeness, there is uh, you can, you can tell for the godly, true godly. There's no hidden motive to anything. There's no guile and virtue, which is part of it also. So in verse two, grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God it's important the knowledge of God is important God who is God what is God is God power yes is God omnipresent is he everywhere at once yes is he omnipotent I mean authority over everything yes 
But what is God in his essence? In his essence, what he is in his essence is life. He's life from eternity past. He's life presently. He will be life eternal in the future. His essence, the very essence of God himself, is revealed in the creation. Everywhere you go, everything you look at, it's life. The trees, the fields, the, and the creatures, mankind, life. That is the essence of God. Then you have the nature of God. Okay, well, what do you mean, the essence and the nature? The essence of God is life, eternal life. And when we are born again, we receive what he is in essence. We receive eternal life. We are eternally alive spiritually or psychologically forever. Our physical body will die, but our soul, the mind, emotion, and will is eternal. But it has the very essence of what God is as life, and we will be eternal eternally with him because of his essence God is life in him was life and the life was the light of men I am the light of the world in the beginning was the word the word was with God the word was God in him was life and the life was the light of men now what is his nature his nature is righteousness and holiness that's the nature of God you have the essence he's life but his nature is righteous righteousness he's a righteous God and he's a holy God there is nothing in him that is defiled in the sense that we understand evil and defilement in the world there's nothing in him that is defiled. He is holy. He is a holy God. He's a righteous God. His kingdom is based on righteousness. The order of his kingdom is based on righteousness and holiness. And because that's his nature, he expects his creation to be righteous and to be holy as he is righteous and holy but because of the fall of man that's impossible God also he's righteous he's holy but it says that also because of his creation that was taken from him that was lost through the fall and disobedience of a created being called Lucifer because Lucifer there was iniquity found in Lucifer and there was a rebellion in the angelic world the whole universe was contaminated the whole universe was there was a the best word is contamination something came into the universe that wasn't there initially it's called decay it's decay the universe is in decay now. Everything is in decay. Nothing is no long, and nothing is eternal any longer. And this is what sin brought into the world initially through 
Lucifer at the rebellion, then through Adam in the Garden of Eden. So now God has to become Savior. God has to be the one who provides a way to reconcile His creation back to Himself because His creation is lost. And His righteousness demands justice. And justice, and there's a verdict of guilty, and because of the guilty verdict, there has to be punishment on the whole creation. So they're basically, the creation is doomed. Not just the universe, but mankind. So God has to be Savior. He has to be the one to provide a way to reconcile what is His, what was lost, what He has to judge. He has to find a way and has to reconcile and do bring about a uh, there has to be a way in which he can bring that what has been lost back to himself, especially mankind. His whole purpose is with man. The universe is for man. The earth is for man. Not man for the earth or not man for the universe. But everything is for man, for mankind. And to reconcile man to back to himself, he had a way to a plan. And that plan meant that he would have to set a, like I guess you would say, uh, he would have to introduce into the world a, a method. And the method would be how he would reconcile man back to himself. That method was made evident in the Garden of Eden with Cain and Abel. Abel, his way to reconcile with God was through blood sacrifice. Cain's way was through the work of his hands. So I guess the principle was established. There had to be a way of a, 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 a means of atonement, at onement, and Abel understood that it was through a sacrifice, a blood sacrifice. That was the precedent. And then later, through the time of Moses, through the types of the sacrifice, the sacrifices that would take place in the temple for atonement for all sin, for small sins, major sins, for every sin. Then you had creatures that would be sacrificed from from uh, the small birds to the cattle, to the sheep or the rams. But God condensed it, and the ultimate sacrifice would be through His Son at the cross, the shedding of blood, which would be sprinkled on the mercy seat at the on top of the Ark of the Covenant and there at that location man could be reconciled to God and God would be appeased and there would be peace between man and God it's deeper than I, I can 
present to you in, in a short segment. I can give you the overall thought. I can't give you the details because the t t details are so graphic and important and so wonderful. And the mercy seat, where the blood would be sprinkled, where the atonement, the at-one-ment, that's what it means, the propitiation, the at-one-ment, where God and the relationship with God who is righteous and man who is unrighteous because of that blood sacrifice, now an unrighteous man can have fellowship with a righteous God. And it's through the blood of Jesus Christ that that propitiation, that atonement, that reconciliation, where the fulfillment of the righteous requirements of God are met, the debt is paid in full eternally for those that receive Christ, and one thing about the, the location, there's a location where the blood has to be sprinkled. It's on the mercy seat. It's on that small area. Well, Christ is that mercy seat. He not only is the blood that is sprinkled through His blood, but He is the location. When you come to Him, you... You are you. The atonement is made because of His blood. He's the location. Mankind wants mankind wants to get to God. Mankind wants a way to God. There's only one way to God. It's through a propitiation seat, a mercy seat. And that mercy seat is Christ. You have to come to Him because it's His blood that cleanses and clears the transgressions and meets the requirements of a holy God. And so that mercy seat, the location is Christ. And the beauty of the mercy seat is the mercy seat is in motion. He's moving throughout the whole earth. He moves waiting for those who will come to Him to be forgiven of their sins. So, the location is Christ, and Christ is in motion throughout the whole earth, waiting for those who will come to Him. So, the knowledge of God. The essence of God is life. Life. Eternal life. The nature of God, He's righteous, He's holy. God is Savior. He has to give the way, the knowledge of God, to bring man back, mankind back to Himself. According as His divine power has given unto us all things that pertain unto life. Whoopsie, Daisy, there we are, life. That pertain to life in this world, and godliness through the knowledge of Him that has called us to glory and virtue. Now we'll get to verse 4. Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises. Exceeding great and precious promises. <clears throat> exceeding. You can look at the horizon. 
these great and precious promises go beyond the horizon that you can physically see. What you can see just in a natural looking 360 degrees around you, that's great. Those are That is great. That's exceeding. But you can't see over the horizon. And all through life, what Christ, the, the promises that reach us when we're, uh, let's say, young in Christ, are great. They're exceeding. But as the days go forward, these great and precious promises continue to reach us from an eternal God. What reaches us is just temporary for today. But tomorrow, more exceeding great and precious promises are going to reach you. It's not a one-time thing. Because we are in transition. We are moving. We are going hour by hour into the future. So these exceeding great and precious promises, what's great and precious right now, Something in an hour is going to reach you that is going to be great and exceeding. A great and precious promise. So, it's all coming at you. All that God has is still off an hour away. But something is coming. The revelation and knowledge of who He is, will, something new will come in an hour. What I'm speaking to you right now, at 8.50. At 9.50, in an hour from now, I'm going to be speaking something different to you. But it's going to be eternal. It's going to change you. It's going to add to you. That by these you might be partakers of the divine nature. Now, another part of the nature of God. He's righteous. He's holy. He's divine. He's divine. Meaning, how do you explain divine? Boy, that threw me for a loop right there. I know what it is, but I can't think of it. He's divine. He is, he is uncontaminated, without any flaw, without blemishes of any kind, perfect, His divine nature, and this nature, it's like the nature of, of, a, of a, uh, a dog. The nature of the dog is to bark, to scratch, to run, to sniff, to dig. That's the nature. God's divine nature is to always look and have His care for His children. That's His nature to care for his children. That's divine. Uh, we'll be back in just a few minutes. This is Rick Rodriguez. Be right back. This is Brad Keselowski, driver number two, discount tire Ford Mustang. Racing fans know that a quick pit stop to check the tires can give me the winning edge. The same is true for your car. Proper tire tread helps keep traction on the road in everyday driving. To check your tread, simply insert a penny, Lincoln's head first, into your tire groups. If you can see all of Honest Abe's head, it's time to get your tires checked by a professional. A message from the U.S. Tire Manufacturers Association. Hi, this is Brett King of Glass Doctor of Greeley, Colorado. 
970-616-3100. We take care of all of your home, auto, and business glass needs. Home glass repair, shower doors, mirrors, storefronts, window replacement. Come find us at 6310 West 10th Street in Greeley, Colorado. And uh, don't forget your auto glass and heavy equipment. Again, Brett King, Glass Doctor of Greeley, 970-616-3100. Eat a cow, eat a cow, cause it's good for you. Eat a cow, eat a cow, it's a thing that goes. Back the truck up. Where are you going to get 10% off 20 pounds or more of Chuck Short Ribs? Meet America. Locally raised, dry-aged beef. Call 970-759-9217 or go to meetamericainc at gmail.com. That's M-E-E-T, americainc at gmail.com. Back the truck up. Look at all the cows in the slaughterhouse yard. Gotta hit them in the head. Gotta hit them real hard. First you gotta clean it, then the butcher cuts it up. Throws it on a scale, throws an eyeball in a cup. And get 10% off of 20 pounds or more of Chuck Short Ribs. Once again, 10% off 20 pounds or more of Chuck Short Ribs right now at 970-759-9217. And meet America Inc. at gmail.com. Did the insurance company divorce your mountain house? Then call Affordable Tree Service North at 970-568-6898. We have over 50 years combined experience in fire mitigation. Let us climb, cut, trim, haul your worries away. We know brokers who specialize in mountain property, and we don't hire no snowflakes. Hey, you're not in this commercial. Again, call Affordable Tree Service at 970-568-6898. That's 568-6898. When dealing with a worldwide pandemic, remember to avoid, distance, and alienate yourself from friends, family, and neighbors. That way, when the crisis is over, no one will ask you to help them move, to borrow money, or bother you for a cup of sugar ever again. After all, who needs community anyway? This has been a public service announcement. Have a lonely, I mean lovely day. All right, we'll finish out this hour. My contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. And then email, uh, the uh, email is rick at khnc.net. Also, uh, the podcasts are always on 1360khnc.com to the podcast section and then down to the Olive Tree program box and then onto that for the programs you want to listen to. Uh, on, on Thursdays from 11 to one for the open forum and then starting today just for a, a I don't know how many weeks uh, from noon to one I'll have a short segment today I'm going to probably talk a little bit about the fires in California they're lifting the heat dome so they're going to start uh, putting these fires out here pretty quick their plan for this year is over With Peter, Peter 
in this chapter, in Second in Peter chapter 1, he tells the believer everything that has been given to us. He condenses it. Everything is here. And it's for our physical life. It's for the time on earth that we can labor to, to bring fruit to Christ, to mature as believers, to gain knowledge of who God is. I think it was a Presbyterian, a Presbyterian what would you call it, the catechism? I'm trying to remember, but there was one of the, maybe it was the Episcopalian, but it was basically very simple. Their, their uh, laws of their faith was, number one, meet God. Number two, get to know Him and spend the rest of your life learning about Him. Something simple like that. And as you spend your life knowing who God is, His plan, His purpose, then your world will be a safe world. It will be a world where, like Peter said here, your world is going to be a world of glory and of virtue. Your world is going to be safe. People around you are going to be safe. People, God, Christ is going to be put on display through you. His glory of all that he is will be you're the lamp of the Lord and his glory will come through you and be evident to people around you you can go to places and you can meet people who are deep in their belief and their love and their walk with the Lord and you can just tell the quality of some quality that they have within them that is just just uh, it's evident well, we're going to go and we're going to finish out with Second with Second Peter chapter one in the next hour, and we're going to talk about the cosmos. The cosmos is very, very important. The world in which we live, and we'll be back in a few minutes. Rick Rodriguez will be back. Due to the responses to our Ostrafarian CBD commercial, here's a message from Arnold. I don't know what the big deal is. I just try to use a little accent and sell some CBD and people get all upset at me. I just want to sell CBD. Buy CBD now. Now. Buy it now. To buy our fine, my kind CBD products, just go to the website, 1360khnc.com. Click on the shop. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Ted Werbin. The state not requiring masks at school as the new academic year begins. The governor explaining what would have to happen to get to that point. Some Colorado school districts plan to require masks for students this fall. Others will leave the question to parents. And no, you shouldn't expect a statewide mask mandate from the chief executive. Governor Pola says he'd only call for one if hospitals were about to be overrun with patients or if there were a widespread disruption in education. The other metric for schools is in-person education. If we school see that districts are failing to be able to stay in person, 
simply because kids aren't wearing masks, we will absolutely look at, at taking action. It is more important that schools are in person and the kids are able to benefit from that learning environment in a safe way. The state's soon going to be offering free voluntary rapid COVID testing for students. The governor also says full remote learning like last year would only return in an emergency. I'm Jim Williams. Mesa County will have to pay for all new voting equipment or count each vote by hand. Colorado's top elections officials accusing the county clerk, who has some unconventional views, of leaking voting system data. The county's voting system was opened up to conspiracy theorists. Two investigations are looking into whether Republicans improperly or illegally got inside the system. Democratic Secretary of State Jenna Griswold believes Mesa's Republican county clerk, Tina Peters, enabled the leak. To be very clear, Mesa County clerk and recorder allowed a security breach and by all uh, by all evidence at this point assisted it the state can't verify who had access to 41 voting machines former republican arapaho county clerk mac crane the current head of the county clerks association calls what happened in mesa a selfish act that jeopardized election integrity we've heard people say that this is a heroic act to be clear there is nothing heroic or honorable about what happened in mesa county Crane did not call on Peters to resign. He says that would be up to the voters who elected her. I'm Ted Werbin. So then I dropped some garlic and croutons on there, and the rest is salad history. I made the best salad ever, people, and now I'm making the best app. The Caesar Sportsbook app got live in-game betting, parlays, and Caesar rewards. Caesar salad ain't got nothing on my app. Nothing. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call or text 1-800-522. 4700. Download the Caesar Sportsbook app. Your app is ready, Emperor. You protect yourself, your family, and the environment when you safely dispose of your unused or expired medications. The Colorado Household Medication Take Back Program is available to residents and visitors for the safe disposal of medications. For the list of pharmacies or police departments providing a drop box for safe disposal of your medications, visit takemedseriously.org. This message is sponsored by the Colorado Department Public Health and Environment's Medication Take-Back Program. TakeMedSeriously.org Do you need your fireplace clean? Not sure if your fireplace is working right or not sure if the fireplace is efficient? Call Abundant Flame at 970-966-0217 to schedule your appointment. We service all brands of gas fireplaces, freestanding and built-ins, pellet stoves, wood fireplaces and electric fireplaces. Visit us at Abundant-Flame or call 970-966-0217. If you have diabetes and you're on Medicare, you may qualify for a free continuous glucose monitor system. Managing your diabetes is crucial to your health. The new CGM systems can automatically manage your diabetes better for you. And by using a CGM system, you can eliminate forever one thing most people with diabetes hate the most, finger sticks. Now it's possible to manage your diabetes better, end the painful finger sticks, and get a new CGM monitoring system at little or no cost to you. We even provide in-home delivery and do all the insurance paperwork for you. Now is the best time to manage your diabetes better and get your continuous glucose monitor. Call now for details. Call 800-590-1164, 800-590-1164, 800-590-1164, that's 800-590-1164, paid for by U.S. Med. Back 
Socialism, like the ancient ideas from which it springs, confuses the distinction between government and society. As a result, every time we object to a thing being done by government, the socialists conclude we object to it being done at all. We disapprove of state education, and the socialists say we are opposed to any education. Socialism. Frederick Bastiat, The Law. Welcome back to the second hour, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm Rick Rodriguez, and welcome to the hour two of the program. First hour, I've been going through a little bit through Romans chapter 8, verses 24, 5, and 6. We don't know what we should pray for as we ought, but the Spirit itself self, helps us with our infirmities. He's always making intercession for us according to the will of God. And sometimes all we can do is groan. We have a groaning deep within. And we don't know what that, we don't have the utterance to know what, what is happening deep inside. But the Spirit knows. And uh, sometimes all we can do is call on the Lord. All we can do is call Lord Jesus or Yahshua or Jesus. It's all we can do is just call on the Lord. David did. When he didn't know what to pray, he just called on the Lord. I know it's when I was a kid, you know, uh, some of the buddies, they were kind of ornery. They'd want to beat me up. And all I could do is start running, yelling, Mama, Mama, Mama. I don't know why I didn't yell Daddy. I'd always go, Mama, Mama, Mama. And they'd leave me alone. That's sometimes we all, all we can do is call on the Lord. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus. It's all we can do. Call on Him. Call on Him. 
and he'll help you with that groaning deep within. Then talking about 2 Peter chapter 1, Peter in this one chapter reveals to the believer all that we have received when we became believers, not just initially, but all through our lives, everything that God has planned and ordained that we should have. He presents it there in the first chapter of Second Peter. And I finally got to verse 4. So, I'll go start with verse 4. Whereby, whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises. That what you're receiving right now is great, is precious. But what you're going to receive in an hour from now is going to be great and precious. Exceeding great and precious. And then in three hours, great and exceeding. Because God is in motion with us. He moves with us. And what was good for this second is adequate for this second. But you're going to need new air an hour from now for a new breath that you're going to take. So what you need now, the help that you have now may change and you're going to need greater help in an hour. God is in motion with us. Time, as time moves, God moves with us. Great and precious promises that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. Now, I'm getting to the object of today's program was the cosmos, the world. The world that is presently owned and being ruled by Diablo, the devil, his cosmos, his system, his corrupt system influenced by his demonic kingdom. Having escaped the corruption that is then Satan's cosmos through lust, just lust, just the, the desire for not just sexual lust, but the lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, the, the pride of life, which we'll talk about. Then in verse 5, And beside this, so beside, next to, giving all diligence, giving all diligence. When you're swimming across a lake, you have to give all diligence to completing that swim. Otherwise, it's going to be disastrous. Not going to turn out well. Giving all diligence with Christians, we have to be diligent to continue. Add to your faith. Add to your faith. In other words, always adding. Add to your faith virtue your virtue knowledge to the knowledge temperance to the temperance patience and to your patience godliness and to godliness brotherly kindness and to brotherly kindness charity if these things are in you 
if they abound, they make you that you shall never be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, this is, I think, the fourth time he mentions this matter of knowledge. Continuing knowledge. Knowledge of God, knowledge of your surroundings, adding to everything that you do, knowledge. And in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. But he that lacks these things is blind. Give diligence to make your calling and election sure, for if you do these things, you shall never fall. So our calling, we've been called to do something. We've been apprehended for a purpose. There is an objective that God had when He, yes, we got saved, but in that salvation you were called, and you responded to that call, and you were saved. You were given eternal life but now that you've received eternal life that's just the beginning of a new experience experience prior to meeting Christ not knowing him knowing about him but now you have met him now you know you have the experience of actually meeting him that initial meeting is just that an initial meeting now you continue in your move and experience with God to understand why you were apprehended, what the purpose, why God called you. All of us in general are called to mature in Christ. We are all called to different functions in the body of Christ. We are all given different abilities spiritually in Christ. It gets very complicated. It's so complicated that it takes like a, a year to get into it. But because of the way the Holy Spirit works, it doesn't take a year. Because He has a way of condensing everything to give you an understanding that as complicated as it may be, it is not complicated. It's very simple. It's very step-by-step. Step. We're called and given eternal life. We have a purpose to mature through our lives. Part of that purpose is to have our mind renewed and our mind is renewed from the old thinking and the old philosophies, the old concepts, the, the evil that uh, we've been bombarded with since we were a child, and the filthiness and the wrongness, I guess you could say, the wrong way of thinking. Well, God has to, through the, His Word, He has to, through the, the Holy Scripture, He has to clean out that cavity and replace all that errant, satanic, devilish, demonic thinking and renew your mind. That's part of it. Then, he has to, we, like uh, as people, our garment, what we're, our clothing, 
just because of what we are by nature, our flesh is, is dirty. We have spots and wrinkles. We're contaminated. We're full of filth. Well, then Christ has to begin to wash our, our being, renew our mind, and He has to wash our being from its sinful nature and begin to heal us from the effects of death and sin and the bondages of sin. Remember Legion? I told you the story about two, three weeks ago about Legion. How the Lord had to go across the lake to the other side to see Legion. And as soon as Christ gets in the boat with the disciples, Satan already begins to... The attack begins while they're on the lake. The way the winds start to blow and the waves start to, you know, they start to beat against the boat. Christ is on the way to deliver a man who's in bondage. And the forces of darkness, they know it. And Christ is on the lake, and the forces of darkness begin to get stirred up. They want to swamp the boat. They want to keep Christ from reaching the other shore. Because there's a man that is in bondage. And this man belongs to the demons, to the devil. He's in bondage. But Christ rebukes the wind. The wind stops. The waves are calm. He makes his appointment. And right away, here is Legion. And Legion sees Christ and he kind of tiptoes over kind of lightly across the grass to visit the Lord to see what's going on. No, that's not really what happened. This man is bound in bondage, in torment, lives in the worst place you could ever want to live. This man takes a head out marathon Olympic type of sprint as fast as he could possibly go humanly speaking he bolts to see Christ because this man knows who this Christ is and he knows this Christ is the only one that is going to help him no one can help him and he makes this mad dash to Christ and calls Him Lord. And then the demons speak. Have you come to torment us before our time? So out of this one person, you have one man call, talking to Christ, calling Him Lord, and the demons saying, are you coming to torment, me before, or torment us before our time? Many of you need to make a you that have not met Christ, that are listening to this program, you need to, as fast as you can, you need to run to Christ and call Him Lord and ask Him for eternal life and ask Him to forgive you your sins and free you from the bondage that you're in. You know you're in bondage. Legion knew he was in bondage. He knew he was never going to get out of bondage. He knew it was over for him. There was no chance. But Christ comes to him. And he. Talk about humility. 
This man knows he's in bondage and he runs and, Lord, people in the world today are in bondage. They are legion in America. America is full of people that are demon-possessed. Legion. Some of them, I believe, do have hundreds of demons in them. America has become the demon capital of the world. The people that you're watching in the media, these people that seem to be something is off in their mind, that seem to be a little deranged. What do you think is in them, behind them, not just behind them, but in them? America is the land of legion. The Bible said it would be at the end of the world. It would be the America would be the hold of every foul spirit and hateful bird. Every foul spirit and hateful bird. America would be the hold of every foul spirit and hateful bird. Look at the hateful birds. Look at the foul spirits. America is the center of child pedophilia in the open, in your face. And these people that commit these sins against children are laughing at law enforcement, laughing at the judges, laughing at the powers in this nation. Why? Because the people at the top are involved in it. America has become the nation of legion. I'm telling you the truth. I'm telling you what the Bible says. Every foul spirit and hateful bird. This is why it's important here in Peter to understand what you have been given. If you understand what you've been given, just one chapter, if you understand each virtue to add to your virtue knowledge, if you just take that one thought and you develop it, it is a volume of experience. Just that one add knowledge to virtue, add knowledge. To knowledge, temperance. Some balance. Keeping your balance, temperance. Like a skateboard. These kids can get on these skateboards. These kids can get on these different things. One, one wheel. And they get their balance. Christians in America, if there was ever a time to have balance in God, now is the time. It's important to have balance in God right now. Okay, then I'm going on with Second Peter chapter one. You that he that blacks these things is blind and cannot see afar off. Many Christians in America cannot see, cannot see afar off. They cannot see that we are now in the 
very shaky time before the tribulation comes. We are in the time of birth pains. The contractions are getting... Between contractions, there's less time. The pains with each contraction is more severe. What kind of severe contraction is coming this coming week? Lockdowns once again? This is We're in one great big prison here in America. We're in a big prison and there are lockdowns. What birth pain is coming next? Is it going to be two weeks between these contractions? Or another contraction is going to be every week? All these contractions, everything that's happening right now in the type of a woman about to give birth. Christ, Matthew, in, in the book of Matthew, the Lord Jesus used these ter this terminology, terminology to let the believer know that before the tribulation, there are going to be times of birth pains. They're going to be the initial Warnings to let God's children know tribulation is just right up the road. Now, look, as of last night, now people that are close to this present, to, to, Barack, to, to Biden, <clears throat> to this Ill illegitimate president, that are near to him, are now starting to whisper 25th Amendment, 25th Amendment. He's mentally not there. He's something wrong with his brain. 25th Amendment. This is another birth pain. Who are they going to replace him with? It won't be Kamala Harris. So they have plans already they're already beginning. They're, they're going a following a script. Something is going on with the presidency of this country or the, the person that sits in that seat of the president. The presidential seat, really, like the Vatican, is empty. The presidential seat is empty. Like the Vatican seat is empty. They cannot see afar off, going back to Peter. They cannot see afar off. The Christians in America, like a, a friend of mine wrote a book, The Beginning of the End. Christians in America are in a dangerous and perilous state of complacency. That's one of his famous quotes. Christians in America are in a dangerous and perilous state of complacency. We really are. And the complacency has blinded us. We cannot see what's coming. I know many, many of you know what's coming. But to those that are just tuning in, that are not familiar with this program, that have not followed me, that don't know anything about me, I'm telling you, America is in the Bible. America is the whale in the swimming pool. The pastors of the land, they can't see it. <clears throat> or maybe they can and they don't want to tell you the truth. 
America is in the Bible. And now this country, the ship has turned. This country is turned in the direction to fulfill prophecy. And that direction that this country is now taking is to now be the one empire that will rule the world. You are watching an operation on the oceans of the world right now with the American Navy, with England, the UK, with Germany, Australia, Japan, India, on the oceans of the world. Because something, there's been a shift. There's been a turn. This nation has turned. And at the same time, pulling out the forces out of Afghanistan. I don't want to get into that there, but it's prophecy. The reason I'm telling you is because it's in the Bible. The pale horse, the green horse, the horse, I was just talking to uh, Paul Mista yesterday here at the station. We both agree that one of the horses of the apocalypse is Islam. And I, I have think that the pale horse has, it's a green horse, chloros, it's a green horse. It has, there's two meanings to it. The green movement, the environmental movement, the other meaning I believe is Islam. Is now one of the horses that is beginning to ride. It's going to cause death to millions and millions and millions of people. We'll be right back. Be careful when you're dealing with a conspiracy theorist. You may end up with a whole lot more truth than you're used to handling. This has been a public service announcement from KHNC. You can buy gold just about anywhere in the world from all kinds of different dealers. So why do you use the Patriot Trading Group? 20 years of service, just like that. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau, just like that. Lowest prices, just like that. No solicitation just like that buying or selling just like that for all your gold and silver needs call the patriot trading group at 800-951-0592 just like that hi this is brett king win home inspection services 970-238-8333 taking care of all of your home inspection services if you're buying selling or have already bought a house and need a home inspection your one-stop solution for all of your home inspection needs whether you're a homeowner a buying agent, selling agent, or a mortgage broker. Please call us. Brett King, Win Home Inspection Services, 970-238-8333. Or visit our website at johnstown.wini.com. The creation of the cell phone has been an incredible technological advancement with many conveniences. But at the same time has become the largest tracking device the world has ever seen and destroys any privacies you think you may have. At any given time, multiple governmental agencies can be listening to your cell phone calls or intercepting your texts or emails. Because of this invasion of privacy, the Defense Enabling Assistance Framework created deaf protection that keeps your personal and digital cell phone information protected. To learn more, Visit us at DeafProtection.com. That's DeafProtection.com. Make sure your calls, 
texts and emails are protected at all times during transmission. Do you want amazing Greek food with a great atmosphere and customer service? Well, Cafe Athens has got your back. Call them at 970-619-8467. Carrie and his team are great supporters of our station, so give them a try right away. They have everything from gourmet burgers, heroes, and overall quality Greek food. Located at the Promenade Shops at Sentara and Loveland. Again, call 970-629-8467. The best traditional Greek food in Northern Colorado. Hi folks, this is Terry V. Tune in every Saturday at 2 p.m. to my new show, Terry's Views of the News. The show is about current politics. It's a hard-hitting, truth-seeking, conservative view show. So tune in on Saturdays at 2 p.m. You'll be glad you did. Okay, we're going to continue, always continue, have to continue. We have to proceed and go forth. Verse 8, For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that you shall neither be barren nor unfruitful. This is part of the plan of God and will of God for your life, that you'll not be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. There's so much to know about him. Wherefore then, no see, but he that lacks these things is blind and cannot see afar off and has forgotten that he was purged from his old sins. We forget we've been purged from our old sins. Whether the, wherefore the rather, brethren, give diligence to make your calling and election sure, for if you do these things, you shall never fail. Make your calling sure. And how do you do that? By understanding the plan and will of God for us in two aspects of our Christian walk. Number one, image. Number two, dominion. The image part is the maturity and the growth in the soul. In our soul that we grow spiritually, that's subjective, internal. Then, dominion is objective, having the, you being learned, being knowledgeable and trained in the gifts of the Holy Spirit for warfare. You have to have both. The apostles, because of their integrity, because of their, their holy, because of their deep, deep inter-life walk. They were pure. They were undefiled. There was no guile. They were intact. 
in the inner life. And then with that, they were knowledgeable in the spiritual abilities they were given for their individual ministries for dominion and the authority that was given with that dominion for battling the demonic world and the forces of the world in general. So an entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Yes, that does mean at some point we will be in the eternal kingdom, in the millennial kingdom. But he's talking also, more importantly, about how we have the experience and knowledge and we realize that while we are alive, we are part of a kingdom that cannot be shaken. Yes, that kingdom cannot be shaken in a, in a decade when we go into the millennial kingdom. But for the last 2,000 years, that kingdom has been in reality in the seven churches of God or the, ch the people of God from that time to the present. But if you can deceive the children of God, you diminish the power and the authority of that kingdom and the plan of God's kingdom. But Christ said that the gates of hell will not prevail against the builded church. Always there has been a group that has been faithful, that has been, that has stayed the course, like uh, Paul told told uh, the Christians in Romans that Elijah, he stated, "Lord, I alone have uh, kept your way." But the Lord said, I have reserved for myself 7,000 that have not bowed the knee to Baal, that have not kissed Baal, embraced Baal, had anything to do to in any way give any favor to Baal. We, at, at, in the same principle, there are those today that have not bowed stooped, kissed, embraced the plans of the occult, demonic culture that we're in. We're in the world, but we're not part of the world. An entrance shall be ministered unto you abundantly into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ while we're alive, while we're in the world. It's a powerful kingdom. Through all my Christian life, I've been places where meetings where the Holy Spirit, truly the Holy Spirit would come. And you could tell, once He would come, all darkness was gone. It was a holy setting. It was a godly setting with godly people. And godly things would take place. Healings and ministering. Now, verse 12. I'm going to stop with Peter. 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 12. I don't want to go into 13 and beyond. I'm going to stop with verse 12. Wherefore, I will not be negligent to put you always in remembrance of these things. So Peter 
was not negligent. He wanted his people that he ministered to in his world to always remember these things. He always made remember. He wanted them to remember these things. Even though, he says, even though you know them. And then he says something very interesting. He says, and be established in the present truth. Be established in the present truth. The church had just, was initially just in its infancy. This was a very powerful truth for the believers at that time. He expounded to them all what they, what they have received, all that they had received. He was expounding to them everything. And he says, I want you always in remembrance of these things, even though you know them, and be established in the present truth. That was the present truth for that time. Jesus Christ had come into the world, and he was changing the world. The world was being changed. The society in that vicinity, they were. there was a big change. It was a transition in the religious world, in the political world, in the economic world, in the world, in the cosmos in general. Christ had come and made a change in the cosmos. Before Christ came, the world was, the religious world was very powerful in that area. The cultures already of Rome and of Greece, of ancient Egypt, the world was going a direction, sin, and there had to be a change. Well, with the resurrection of Jesus Christ, the great transition took place. And the great transition was, now there was a kingdom that was introduced into the world through the believers and in that kingdom, what gave that kingdom power was the Spirit of God. Was the Spirit of God in the believers at that time. The transition, the great transition, which Satan, if he, they would have known what Christ was going to do, if they would have known that he was going to come back and breathe into these disciples his Spirit, they would not have killed him. If the demons would have known, if the devil would have known, yes, as brilliant as they are, God does hide things from them. So they do not see God's plan next step. Right now, the world is in a transition. There's a next step that God is going to take. The devil wants to know what it is, but God hides it. Just like he hid it back then, is kind of hidden today. The next step is in Revelation chapter 11, the two witnesses. That is the next step. That is going to, once again, just like in the early church, Revelation, these two witnesses of Revelation, not two individual people. I always come back to present to this audience. They are not two individual people. They are not Moses and Elijah it's not John the Baptist. It's not 
the two very spiritual people coming out of uh, Israel that are holy prophets? No. It is two great, mighty, wonderful children, corporate children of God, one born naturally, one adopted. The two great, magnificent children in God's plan, the Jewish people and the Gentile people, corporate, out of the world. God looks from above, and he sees in the world only three classes of people. Now, prior to Christ, he only saw Israel, the children of Israel, and the Gentile people, the nations. That's all he saw. There was his work with the Gentiles, his work with Israel. But after Christ raised from the dead, and there was a new group of people born again, now, within 30 years, you had Jewish people that were born again, Gentile people that were born again. Now you had a church. The church was born on the night, on the, on the evening of resurrection. The church was born. And eventually, in that church, you would have people that were from Israel, Jewish, people from the nations, and now you had a third corporate entity. Before Christ's resurrection, only Gentile and Jew. After Christ's resurrection, now you had Gentile and Jew in a assembly called the church. So now you had Jew, Gentile, and the church. And in the church, you had Jew and Gentile. You had those from both of the nation, of the corporate groups. So from the nations you had born-again people. From the seed of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, you have born-again people. You have a third entity now. You have the church. And in the church, you have these two witnesses, two corporate people, and these two corporate people in the book of Revelation chapter 11, these two corporate people are the next move of God in the world. They will begin their ministry on the day that Antichrist signs an agreement with the nation of Israel to protect Israel from the Antichrist invading Israel. It was thought years ago that Antichrist would sign an agreement with Israel in Daniel 9.27 or else in Isaiah 28 verses 15, 16, 17, and 18 that Antichrist would sign an agreement with Israel to protect Israel from all of the surrounding nations. No. Antichrist, Israel wants to sign an agreement with Antichrist, basically asking Antichrist, okay, uh, we'll sign an agreement with you, but you promise not to invade us. You, Antichrist, as the great power of the world now, America, do not invade us. Make an agreement with us. Tell us the truth. You will never invade Israel. You will never come to destroy us. 
like you're going to destroy the other nations. That's what, that's what the scripture is saying. And that person that will sign that agreement will come from America, will come from the land of the plumed serpent. America means land of the plumed serpent. I forget the name of the book that was written in the 90s. I, I don't know if it was Gary Kaw. I don't remember. I'm trying to remember. I want to give the credit to the person that wrote the book who did the study of the word America. And eventually, America, he condenses it to the truth. It is the nation of the plumed serpent. The land of the plumed serpent. That is the nation in which we live. The land of the plumed serpent. The center land where Antichrist will go out from to destroy the nations. And we evangelical Christians and the other churches too that are in the United States, we are in the nation of the coming man of sin. Wherefore, I will not be negligent to put you always in remembrance of these things. Paul, Paul, Peter wants them to remember these things. And be established in the present truth. That was the present truth for that time. I'm using this term, be established in the present truth, because we also, with all the things that have been given to us, that, Paul, that Peter makes mention of, we also have a present truth. We Christians, whether Catholic, Episcopalian, Protestant, Anglican, Greek Orthodox, any type of Orthodox churches, Lutheran churches, it doesn't matter, evangelical, moral, uh, 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 fundamental evangelical Christians, Baptists, uh, whether they are, whether you're Pentecostal, whether you are Messianic, whether you are Charismatic, the present truth is, it doesn't matter. You live in the land of the plume serpent. This is the land of the coming Antichrist. This is the present truth. And this is the truth that God wants His children in this country to know. So that the believers in this nation will understand that you now, we all, have to begin to add to our knowledge of these things temperance. We have to begin to be balanced spiritually in everything that we do. Time, we are moving into, we're going to move out of the time of birth pains into the time of tribulation. It's a, I guess you have to say it's a descent from a hard time into a harder time. This is a present truth. And this is a hard curveball we've got to be able to hit. 
This is Chad Yarmer, pastor from the Altar Church, 1630 North College Ave in Fort Collins. I'd like to invite you to join us this Sunday at 10 a.m. as we worship Jesus. Join us as we journey together to be equipped to fulfill our kingdom purpose through the truth of God's word and the power of the Holy Spirit. You'll experience authentic worship and a faith-filled message where the Holy Spirit is welcome and everyone is family. Find out more at our webpage, thealtarfc.com. That's thealtarfc.com. 1360khnc.com has CBD products. Click on the shop button and get yours today. Just go to 1360khnc.com slash shop. The CBD on our website is 99% pure, all natural, no pesticides, non-GMO, is grown organically right here in Colorado, and is 100% THC free. Oh, and did you know ours is the lowest price CBD anywhere in northern Colorado? For all your CBD needs, just log on to 1360khnc.com slash shop. Hi, this is Mike Morris, owner of Warriors Revolution Tactical in Longmont. At Warriors Revolution, we have the largest selection of tactical gear and ammo in northern Colorado. But what many people may not know is that we now sell firearms. And even despite the recent run on firearms and ammunition, we have plenty of product in the store, including ARs, AKs, Glocks, SIGs, HK, and more. And don't forget all the bulk ammunition at the best prices in town. Need to do a private firearms transfer? We can do that too. I am a veteran of the United States Marine Corps, and our team is made up of veterans and security experts, not a bunch of salesmen. Our team is trained and fought with much of the actual equipment we sell. And one thing you should know is that we support the foundations and principles this great country was founded upon. So if you need tactical gear, ammo, firearms, AR parts or upgrades, and even survival accessories, stop by and visit us on Ken Pratt Boulevard and Bowen Street in Longmont, or visit warriorsrevolution.com. That's warriorsrevolution.com. Reasons to own gold. Reason number one. Culturally, the golden rule is treating others as you want to be treated. But financially, the golden rule is those that have the gold make the rules. When you retire, make sure you can write your rules. Call the Patriot Trading Group at 800 951 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. I'm about to tell you a website that will change your life forever. Go to bestcashopportunity.com and see how easily you can generate incredible amounts of cash right from your own home without having to sell anything. If you're truly serious about becoming financially free once and for all with the proven system unlike anything you've seen before, then check out the website at bestcashopportunity.com or call 720 475 2033. All righty. We're going to finish out the second hour. This is Rick Rodriguez, founder of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry. This is the radio church program. Every Sunday from 8 to 11. On Thursday, I have the open forum hours uh, from 11 to 1. Join me also uh, then and in. Uh, after I finish this program, I finish at 11. At noon, I'll have an hour segment. On that hour, I'm thinking about the fires that have been taking place in California. They're starting to lift the heat dome, so I guess they're getting ready to go ahead. And the, who are they? Those who destroy the earth. They that destroy the earth, God is coming to judge. But uh, part of the agenda programs 2030 uh these 
they've created a bubble of heat over that area and they have dried out the normal weather wet the wet weather patterns I'm going to discuss that at uh, 12 o'clock I believe we'll think about it but in the meantime this present truth we in America are in a present truth we cannot change it every person that is truly born again and every person that is not born again people whether they believe in God whether they don't believe in God whether they worship the devil whether they have bowed the knee to Baal whether they have embraced Baal and kissed Baal and have bowed to Baal they will also you are in the land of the plume serpent and there is great judgment coming to this nation eventually not just yet hardships are coming but this is a present truth that we live in and the podcasts on these programs are 1360khnc.com to the podcast section and now when you go into the search engine go to actually 1360khnc.com to the radio station then to the podcast section because if you go to the uh, search engine to the podcast section on the search engine you'll get back maybe four or five programs you won't go back beyond that but if you go to the station website then you can go back to all the preceding programs thought I'd let you know that so in the next hour we're going to discuss the cosmos we are in a present truth and part of that present truth is the word cosmos and I forgot my notes I left my notes at home I try to be as diligent as I can but you know God does cause all things to work together for good to those that love him and so because of that I had to take a different direction today and uh, so God had something the Holy Spirit had something that was important for this audience I don't know what that is but he knows so somehow something has been added that's what Paul wanted to do he wanted to add it to the believers in the uh, to the uh, church of uh, Galatians the old foolish Galatians who has bewitched you but he wanted to add something to them God knows what has been added to you we'll be back due to the responses to our Ostrafarian CBD commercial here's a message from Arnold I don't know what the big deal is. I just try to use a little accent and sell some CBD and people get all upset at me. I just want to sell CBD. Buy CBD now. Now. Buy it now. To buy or find my kind CBD products, just go to the website, 1360khnc.com. Click on the shop. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Ted Werbin. 
The state not requiring masks at school as the new academic year begins. The governor explaining what would have to happen to get to that point. Some Colorado school districts plan to require masks for students this fall. Others will leave the question to parents. And no, you shouldn't expect a statewide mask mandate from the chief executive. Governor Polis says he'd only call for one if hospitals were about to be overrun with patients or if there were a widespread disruption in education. The other metric for schools is in-person education. If we school see that districts are failing to be able to stay in person simply because kids aren't wearing masks, we will absolutely look at, at taking action. It is more important that schools are in person and the kids are able to benefit from that learning environment in a safe way. The state's soon going to be offering free voluntary rapid COVID testing for students. The governor also says full remote learning like last year would only return in an emergency. I'm Jim Williams. Mesa County will have to pay for all new voting equipment or count each vote by hand. Colorado's top elections officials accusing the county clerk, who has some unconventional views, of leaking voting system data. The county's voting system was opened up to conspiracy theorists. Two investigations are looking into whether Republicans improperly or illegally got inside the system. Democratic Secretary of State Jenna Griswold believes Mesa's Republican county clerk, Tina Peters, enabled the leak. To be very clear, Mesa County clerk and recorder allowed a security breach and by all uh, by all evidence at this point assisted it the state can't verify who had access to 41 voting machines former republican arapahoe county clerk mac crane the current head of the county clerks association calls what happened in mesa a selfish act that jeopardized election integrity we've heard people say that this is a heroic act to be clear there is nothing heroic or honorable about what happened in mesa county Crane did not call on Peters to resign. He says that would be up to the voters who elected her. I'm Ted Werbin. So then I dropped some garlic and croutons on there, and the rest is salad history. I made the best salad ever, people, and now I'm making the best app. The Caesar Sportsbook app got live in-game betting, parlays, and Caesar rewards. Caesar salad ain't got nothing on my app. Nothing! Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call or text one 800 522 4700. Download the Caesar Sportsbook app. Your app is ready, Emperor. You protect yourself, your family, and the environment when you safely dispose of your unused or expired medications. The Colorado Household Medication Take Back Program is available to residents and visitors for the safe disposal of medications. For the list of pharmacies or police departments providing a drop box for safe disposal of your medications, visit takemedseriously.org. This message is sponsored by the Colorado Department Public Health and Environment's Medication Take-Back Program. TakeMedSeriously.org Is the driveway made of fruit leather, or has the apple stopped appling? If your half of a 100-foot cottonwood tree just needs a haircut, call Affordable Tree Service North at 970-568-6898. We have saved many trees everyone else said was dead. I'll show offs. Hey, you're not in this one either. From fire mitigation, bushes, trees, to bees, that's 568-6898. God bless us. Hi, folks. I'm James Morgan, a realtor with Grisham & Associates, LLC. I know it must seem like there's a million realtors out there making all kinds of promises. Want to hear my big marketing promise? I promise honest and fair dealings with all those I do business with. That may sound old-fashioned, and it is not very catchy, but it is true. I am your Colorado real estate specialist. Farm, land, mountain cabins, or urban dwellings. 
When you work with my team, we'll get the right property for you and be upfront and honest with you every step of the way. Over the years, my clients have told me just that fact alone separates us from others in the industry. If you are considering buying or selling real estate, call me, James Morgan, at 720-203-0731 or visit my website at coloradoproperties.online. No catchy slogan, just a client-first, honest real estate experience. Hit it, girls. Keep listening to the American Freedom Network. Abortion is murder, right? You shall not murder. It's the sixth commandment. But the pro-life industry says it's not murder. If the baby's due in six months or more. What? If the abortionist follows sanitary procedure. Excuse me? Then you can kill the baby? Legally? Join Colorado Right to Life and act to stop abortion today and to end it for all time. Search Colorado Right to Life right now to find out how. That's Colorado Right to Life right now. Oh, up the road to the outside of town and the sound of that good gospel beat. It's a ragged tent where there ain't no trees and that gospel Sweat, he walks in. Eyes black as coal, and when he lifts his face, every year in the place is on him. Starting soft and slow. Well, I don't know why I like that song, but I do. I like it. I like Neil Diamond. Welcome to the third hour of the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church program. This is Rick Rodriguez. Thank you for joining me every Sunday from 11. I'm sorry. I have the open forum on Thursday and I keep I need to put something in front of me so I know what day I, what day it is. Every Sunday from 8 to 11. On Thursdays from 11 to 1 for the open forum. After today's program, at noon, I will have an hour segment. We'll talk about the fires in California and a few other things. They've decided to go ahead and extinguish them. They've done their... Plan for they fulfilled their plan for this year. 
And uh, now we're going to talk about the cosmos, the world. John in first, the first epistle of John, John talks about the cosmos. But we're going to start in Matthew chapter 24. We're going to describe the cosmos from John's from uh, Matthew's perspective first of all. I realize that you're very familiar with these verses, but I'm going to give you another curveball. Chapter four, Matthew, Jesus was then led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. And when he had fasted forty days and forty nights, he was afterward hungry. And the tempter came to him and said, If you be the Son of God, command that these stones be made bread. But he answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. Verse 5, Then the devil took him up into the holy city, and set him on the temple, on the pinnacle of the temple, and said unto him, If you be the Son of God, cast yourself down, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge concerning thee, and in their hands they shall bear you up, lest at any time you should dash your foot against a stone. Jesus said unto him, It is written again, Thou shalt not tempt the Lord thy God. Again the devil takes him up into an exceeding high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the cosmos and the glory of them. All the kingdoms of the cosmos and the glory of them. Not just at that time, but Satan took him into the future, took him to our time, and showed him the kingdoms, the cosmos of our present time. Christ knew of the cosmos of Egypt and of Greece to some degree, and of Assyria and of that land. But the devil took him to a high mountain to show him at the end of the world the kingdoms that Satan would build and the glory of present day kingdoms. The cosmos of the devil. Okay. I'm going to read that again, verse 8. And the devil took him to an exceeding high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the cosmos and the glory of them. Why were they? What was the glory? It was the glory of, and the splendor of the devil and all that he could do. Verse 9, And he said to them, All these things will I give you if you will fall down and worship me. Then said Jesus unto him, Get thee hence, Satan, for it is written, You shalt worship the Lord thy God, and him only shalt thou serve. Then the devil leaves him, 
And behold, the angels came and ministered unto him. So the devil left. And where did the devil go? He followed the path of least resistance. So from that point forward, Satan would go to men in the world, those that would follow him, and he would give them the glory and splendor of the time that they lived in to build his kingdoms. And presently, now when you look at all these cities of the world, you see truly great, magnificent cities. You know, I, uh, with some of the movies I, I watch, I just watched, I, I got a red box uh, movie here, and it was with the uh, latest one with Pierce Brosnan. And in it, it was filmed, part of the, uh, uh, part of it was filmed in Dubai. The, they took you into some of these magnificent, beautiful buildings, palaces, and truly is, I like to see movies because I like to see what is out throughout the nations of the world. What's in China? What's in, what's in the Middle East? What's in Europe? The city in London, the way the city has been magnificently built up with all these architecture and beautiful engineering. Here in America, the same. I like to see the cosmos. Now we're going to go to what the Apostle John talked about. And John talks about the cosmos. And he saw the cosmos at the end of the world because he's the one that both wrote the book of Revelation. Now, I'm trying to remember if the epistles were written before or after the book of Revelation. I don't remember. But eventually, in the book of Revelation, John is taken to the cosmos at the end of the world. The book of Revelation is the revelation of Satan's kingdom at the end of the world. And in the book of Revelation is also an explanation of the might, the glory, and the power of God's invisible kingdom and eventually of his uh, heavenly Jerusalem and the end of all things. Okay, let's see here. Uh, chapter 2. I had all the verses, but I'm going to have to just go from memory. Boy, oh boy. My little children, these things I write unto you. Chapter 2. First epistle of John, chapter 2. My little children, these things I write unto you that you sin not. If any man sin... And have an advocate, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ the righteous. And he is the propitiation for our sins. And not for ours only, but for the sins of the whole cosmos. Now, in this word, cosmos here, he means the whole world in general, mankind. That's one thought. 
Another thought of the cosmos is the universe, the whole world when God created the world, meaning the galaxies and the stars, the heavens, the earth. That's another thought for the cosmos. And the earth itself as a whole, mankind as being part of the cosmos. Then there is the cosmos, the world that that would make up the nations of the world, the societies of the world, the nations with their economies, with their governments. Then there would be all these different parts of the world, the cosmos. There would be the education world, the world of education, the world of science, the world of technology, uh, the sports world, Uh, I did say education. There'd be the world of finance. There'd be the world, the, the way in which the governments were structured in each of the nations. There would be the splendor, the, uh, entertainment, the world of entertainment. All these things are, they work together. Now, this world, in some of the verses in John, the epistle of John, the world, he talks about a world that works against God's kingdom. And we have to talk about that world We can't get away from it. The Bible talks about it. Christ makes it clear. Here, the devil tempts Christ and tells Christ that he will give him these kingdoms and the glory of these kingdoms. And the the splendor of these kingdoms was unbelievable. You look at the world today You can be mesmerized by all the new technology, the things that are being invented, invented, the things that you can purchase. You can go into a store. I work at a hardware store. It's unique. The things that are there that I didn't know they even had. They even manufactured. Now, Christ also with the cosmos, because I forgot my notes, there is one part of the cosmos that I really did have to pay attention to because this is where the Holy Spirit led me to this one aspect of the cosmos. And that part of the cosmos which people don't like to talk about and the children of God, the ministers and the pastors and the men in these positions of authority within the churches of God internationally and within this country, there's part of the cosmos that we see that's evident, but there's part of the cosmos that we don't want to touch, that we don't, we can't grasp. But the Lord Jesus immediately made this one part of the cosmos a must to understand. And Christ goes into the desert, he fasts, and 
he actually has a dialogue with the creature that rebelled against him in the beginning before the, the, the initial fall. Here he is, the having a dialogue with the devil, with Lucifer, with this created creature. Christ created him. Christ gave him consciousness, the ability to reason, gave him free will. And now this creature is tempting Christ, saying, look what I have done. You created me perfect. And, and look what I'm able to do. You've given, me, you've given me creative abilities. I will give all this to you if you will fall down and worship me. And he, the devil takes him and shows him the kingdoms of the cosmos. Now, we'll get into what I'm talking about here in the cosmos. Within all of the different aspects of the cosmos, there is one unique aspect that Christ was presenting in this account in Matthew chapter 4. The kingdom of darkness. In the world, you have the neutral aspects of the cosmos because we have to live in the world. We are to be in the world. We have to occupy in the world, we have to conduct business, we have to live in a world, and there are aspects of the world that are neutral, that are here for us so that we can conduct our business. We can buy, we can go to the grocery store, we can travel, and it's neutral. But then there is the other part that is not neutral that is always at war with Christ, with God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. At war with the kingdom of God. This is the occult world, the portion of the cosmos that is the occult. At the end of the world, the reason I present this is because the scripture presents it. In the book of Revelation, it is pre presented very clearly. The cosmos of the occult, the occult portion of the cosmos. In Revelation chapter 12, it talks about a dragon warring with a woman. In chapter 13 of Revelation. It talks about a person and a false prophet, Antichrist and a false prophet, and their occult cosmos. We cannot escape this. We cannot, we have to pay attention to it. If God puts it in His Scripture, if God gives us the revelation through the book of Revelation, through the Apostle John, he did not have to give John this revelation, but he thought it was important that John present these things. It even talks about the occult world where the earth, things begin to come out of the earth 
and these creatures, these demons, began to go out into the world. In Revelation chapter 11, he talks about the, the uh, area where Christ is crucified in Egypt and in uh, Sodom. Oh, I have to think about that. I'll, I'll think about that. I'll come back to it. In Revelation 18, it, and, and I think it's Revelation 18, talks about how at the end of the world, this great empire, Babylon the Great, would be the hold of every foul spirit and hateful bird. And in Revelation 11, it's Sodom and Egypt, that America would be Sodom and Egypt. It would be Egypt in the sense of the world and the best of the world, the most fabulous aspects of the societies of the world, and at the same time, it would be Sodom and Egypt, Sodom, the most perverse sexually of the nations, and we would export perversion to the other nations. We wouldn't, it wouldn't be the other nations would come to pervert us, it was that we would pervert the other nations. So if John would present all this to God's children, then we have to understand, we, we should uh, pay attention and realize that this part of the cosmos is very important. And it's part of this cosmos. If you have an enemy, you want to know who your enemy is. You want to know the power and the strategies of your enemy. Well, here, Christ, the devil takes Christ and shows him the splendor and the glory of the world at the end of time, at the end of this, where we are today. The devil was making it clear that as the devil, his kingdom would be put together through occult means, occult ways. So, I guess you could say that simply within the cosmos, you have all the different aspects of the occult mentioned in the Bible. You have the magicians, you have the astrologers, you have the Chaldeans, the diviners, you have the, the uh, <clears throat> soothsayers. They were in Egypt with Pharaoh. They were in Babylon with Daniel. They were with the Chaldeans in the land of the Chaldee in Chaldee. They were with the children of Israel in the time of Ahab and Jezebel. She had her prophets who worshipped in the groves. It's all through the Bible. And then you come into the time in which we live. You have, or we have, all of the secret societies internationally. The Holy Spirit is 
speaking to his churches. And even in his churches, you have the occult. Even in the churches, you have gross wickedness. You cannot separate the occult from the cosmos. You have, in the cosmos, you have law enforcement agencies in the world that are there to protect this, the people of the societies. But when they're compromised because of the judges or because of their commanders, then you have no protection for the societies. This is the way the world has moved, the direction the world has moved. So, in the scripture, before we go to the break, the, the scripture made it very clear, like, I'll use the example of the magicians. The magicians were people who were engravers, writers. They, uh, only in the derivative sense of one possessed of occult knowledge. So this is in the Bible. The people that are possessed, uh, that are possessed, they have possession of occult knowledge, like the Lord of the Rings, or like the Harry Potter movies, things like this. These things affect the children of the society. And then you have the wealthy people who have their own form of magic, their own deviant occult practices. And the Lord wanted to, to let His children know at the end of the world that this would basically flood the world and we would drown in it. We would begin to drown in the effects of the occult. Is this happening? You have to ask yourself, is this beginning to happen in this country? Are we drowning because of the effects of the occult world around us? We'll be right back. Hey guys, this is Steve from Red Pill Truth, KHNC 1360 AM, Johnstown, Colorado. This show runs Saturdays at 3. We talk about the truths that the mainstream media won't tell you about until they have to. We'll see you Saturday at 3. Hi, folks. Brian Kilmeade here. Thanks for listening to my show. Each weekday from 7 till 9 a.m. Have you heard how much KHNC, the Roar of the Rockies, has grown? Got a new lineup, big signal, and rapidly growing audience. So, if you own a business and would like to reach a conservative, patriotic, northern Colorado audience in a very affordable way, contact my buddies, my friends at KHNC, 970-587-5003, or email them at ontheair at khnc.net. That's 970-587-5003. Tell them Brian Kilmeade sent you. Hey folks, The Rev here. I want to introduce you to my friend Zach Frisbee, decorated combat veteran and Purple Heart recipient. His real estate service has incredible programs and can even offer a $1,500 closing cost to veterans. Zach also donates $500 to the VFW for every home he helps you buy or sell. Zach's website is foothills.life. Again, that's foothills.life. Make Zach at foothills.life your choice for all your real estate needs. Real estate done right. Why does it seem America is slowly sinking? Whose fault is it? 
It's not the Obamas or the Clintons. It's not Republicans or Democrats. It's not corporations, the military, or foreign countries. It's the Federal Reserve, a central banking system made up of private bankers that corrupt and control virtually all aspects of the world's money supply and the economy. All of the major problems of the world can be traced to the Federal Reserve and central banks of other countries. Hi, I'm Jason with the Colorado Front Range News Hour. Catch my show with co-host Brian here on KHNC 3 to 4, Monday through Friday. We sell gold and silver, the best way to protect your hard-earned money. Call 800-951-0592 and keep those blood-sucking bankers out of your wallet. Do you want amazing Greek food with a great atmosphere and customer service? Well, Cafe Athens has got your back. Call them at 970-619-8467. Kerry and his team are great supporters of our station, so give them a try right away. They have everything from gourmet burgers, heroes, and overall quality Greek food. Located at the Promenade Shops at Sentara in Loveland. Again, call 970-629-8467. The best traditional Greek food in Northern Colorado. This is Mark Call, host of the Come Out of Her My People show here on the Roar of the Rockies. Tune in to discover why, whether it's the law of the land or scripture, what you've probably heard it says is not what is written. It's time to come out of all of that. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. Oh, happy day. Jesus Happy days when Jesus washed our sins away. Happy, happy days, happy days. Okay, I'm talking about the cosmos. So, we would be flooded at the end of the world and we would drown in the occult world of, of the cosmos. If the Lord Jesus says that it's important for us to understand these things, then it's important important for us to understand them because 
if there's a rattlesnake in your vicinity, you want to know where it is, where it's, where it's, where, you want to know it, and you want to be careful. Well, there's not, I had a friend years ago, and we didn't really, he didn't really know who I was, but he asked me one time, I've told the story before, but he asked me, do you think there's a demon behind every tree? And I said, well, there's a demon, I think, behind every hundred trees. And as time went on, another year late went by in our relationship. Now he started to get some experience of things in my world. And uh, he said, do you still believe there's a demon behind every tree? And I said, well, maybe every 50th tree. Then time went on, and he had more experience. Then he said, do you think there's a demon behind every 50 trees? I said, well, probably more like at least one behind every 10 trees. But it got to the point where eventually one day, he ends up doing work for a woman that's in the occult. And this woman in the occult, anybody had ever done work for her, she would end up suing them, and she'd never pay them. Well, I asked him, I said, did you ever, did you pray whether you should take this job or not? And he didn't even think about it. <clears throat> so we had to pray him out of a bad situation. He's the only person that ever get paid, got paid by this witch. And so he asked me one day, he said, do you still believe there's a, a demon behind every tree? I said, well, I don't know. What do you think? I think it's probably more like uh, there's 10 behind every tree. And this is exactly what the Lord Jesus and the scriptures say would happen at the end of the world. From the time of his coming, yes, they were present. But as, as societies would move forward into the future, occult activity, demonic activity would increase to the point where at the end of the world prior to his coming, the occult activity would increase at a high pitch. It would be so so in your face that you cannot deny it. And you Christians of this society, it is very, I would say in a wise way, if you don't know how to fight spiritual battles and break the power of strongholds and demons, you're going to be in trouble. Every Christian that is born again through the power and authority that is in the name of Jesus Christ can cast out demons. Now you want to make sure that you're living a holy life and that you're righteous and you're holy and you don't have a lot of sin because you might get in trouble. You still have the power that is in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You can still cast out demons. But it's wiser to be holy and righteous and upright and have no guile. There was a person in Las Vegas and uh, she had a pastor come over. She knew she had a demon. This pastor came over and he was uh, involved in homosexuality. But he was a pastor. Well, he went over 
and he would cast the demons out and pray for her because she'd give him a gift, a nice gift financially. Well, she said, he came over, he prayed for me, and he cast out a spirit, and she said, and I could see with my eyes a snake crawl down off my foot, across the floor, onto his foot and up his leg. It was a, it was a spirit. And he finished and went home. The next day, his leg had swollen twice its size. And he told her he couldn't do any more deliverance on her. Well, he opened doors. Involved in homosexuality, people that are in homosexual, that are homosexuals and that kind of sin, they cannot be part of God's kingdom. They have the power that's in power that's in the name of the Lord, but they're not part of His kingdom. So I just say that at the end of the world, the Bible says, I don't say, I'm saying the scripture says, it's in the book of Revelation, the world of the occult would become very powerful, and the world of the occult would have a leader. And the leader of the occult world at the end of the world would be Antichrist. And Antichrist would pretty much uh, give direction to all the occult world internationally. And he himself will use the occult for direction. It's in the Bible. He even will use, he will, he will use the, the casting of the, the uh, bones and this type of occult techniques to get direction. And that's how he would get direction, through the occult. It's in the Bible. Christians don't want to talk about it. Now, so the world, the cosmos in general, John, first epistle of John, chapter 1, verse 15. Love not the cosmos, neither the things that are in the cosmos. If any man love the cosmos, the love of the Father is not in him. If you love this world, Christians, if you're, everything you're doing is for worldly things, because you love what is out there, and you have a good income, or you're a poor person and you love the cosmos. Doesn't matter where you are economically. You can be poor and love the cosmos. Love not the cosmos. Neither the things that are in the cosmos. If any man love the cosmos, the love of the Father is not in him. If you love this world, you will be short on the love of God. For all that is in the cosmos, all that is in this kingdom that Satan rules over, these kingdoms that Satan rules over right now, they're in his possession presently. They will become the possessions of our Lord and our Christ very shortly, within a decade. These kingdoms are going to be taken out of the hand of Christ. They're going to be destroyed. These systems are going to be destroyed. 
There's not going to be an Amazon or there's not going to be an Apple in the future. There's not going to be these things in the future. The technology that, that's in the world right now, when it is being used by wicked, evil people, it will be used for wickedness. The cell phone, the cell phones that we have right now, you can use those, these tools in the most perverted, wicked, evil ways known to man. But in themselves, the technology to the righteous, to those who are balanced, this is a great tool. But when they weaponize these weapons, and Satan has, he's weaponized them, not just for the, the governments watching us, but for the people that have access to the dark net, the dark web, and the filth that is in that world. The cosmos, the dark net, that's another part of the cosmos of the devil. The occult, deep, dark net. It's a net. Why do you think they call it a net? To catch you. All that is in the cosmos, the lust of the flesh and the lust of the eyes and the pride of light, I'm sorry, the pride of life, is not of the Father, but is of the cosmos but is of what, what the devil presented to Christ. That is the world that we're in. It belongs to the devil presently. We are to be in the cosmos, but we're not to be captured by the cosmos. We're not to be held captive by the cosmos. We are not to be prisoners of the cosmos. We're not to be cocooned by the cosmos, shrink-wrapped. This is what the cosmos, the devil's world, will do to God's children, and it will make you ineffective. It will cripple you spiritually. Now, we have to grow. We have to, when we, we realize that we're being bound by the cosmos, we have a way to, through prayer and through petitioning the Lord by calling on His name, we have the way to ask Him to show us what is it that is, where are we snared? Where are the hooks? What are, what are the things attached to us behind us that we can't see? We can pray and ask the Lord to show us what is it that is, slowing us down in our stride that is that is weakening weakening us as a christian there are many 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 things remember what the lord said in luke at the end of the world people will marry they'll divorce they'll remarry they'll have children and they just get caught in the pattern of life. And they'll be involved in, in whatever their, the, the, whatever part of the world captures them. You can be involved in the computer world and be caught 
in that. In the sports world, be caught in that. Some people, and in, in, the Lord said, one of the things at the end of the world would be surf eating, uh, buffeting here in America. What is the curse of America? Wealth. Why is the, the, the wealth of America a curse? Because people have access to whatever they want to eat. It can be a curse. There are, and at the end of the world, with the technology we have, <clears throat> you look at the doors and the avenues for perversion, sexual perversion. One of the greatest drives of mankind is sex and perversion. The lust of the eye, all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, our flesh wants everything. We want, want, want. That's why these people that uh, win the lotto, because of the lust of the flesh, they want a new house, they want a new car, they want to travel, they want to do this, they want to do that. The lust of the flesh. The flesh can never be satisfied. You'll, it'll drive you. The lust of the eyes, what you see, what you want. I want this, I want that. I could get into it deeper, but I don't have time. The pride of life. I remember being living in Las Vegas when we lived there. We'd see these famous people driving around in these little Bentley, the uh, Rolls-Royce Bentley convertibles. Boy, did everybody like to look at that. The lust of the eye. And then you'd go into the malls to shop there at the Caesars Palace. Boy, did they have whatever. You want a $75,000 watch? Boom, there you got it. Right, go to one of these watch stores. The lust of the eye, the lust of the flesh, the pride of life. These things are, are not of the Father, but they're of the world. I just had to flip a page here. But the Lord the Lord did say, John did say, but the Lord, but the world, but the cosmos will pass away. It will pass away. And the lust thereof. But he that doeth the will of God abides forever. The will of God, that is important. That if your will will be to do the will of God, and if you pray that, that, you, that God's will will be all important. God will honor that. Lord, my will is to do your will. And there are verses in, I'll do this maybe next week, our will and God's will. And in the book of Genesis with Jacob, and Leah and Rachel, there's a very wonderful principle. I might do that next week. But, Lord Jesus, not my will, but thy will be done. Then, in verse 18, he says, Little children, it is the last time, and you have heard that the Antichrist shall come. Even now there are many Antichrists, whereby we know them that it is the last time. And that was 2,000 years ago. Well, now, 
we are in the last time. I present to this audience, in, in this church, in this radio church, we are in the last time. I'm presenting to you that truly now, we were not in the last time with John the Apostle when he wrote his epistles. We're in the last time at the end of the world. And truly, Antichrist is now with us. We'll be right back. Most people think they can't afford to invest in gold and silver. But at the Patriot Trading Group, we believe that everyone should have the opportunity to own hard assets. That's why we created our Preferred Metals Program. You can get started for as little as $100 a month. Go to allamericangold.com and click on our Preferred Metals icon to learn how you can get started today. Or call us at 800-951-0592, the Patriot Trading Group, allamericangold.com. Hi, Amber with Two Girls in a Broom here. Hate cleaning? We love it. Two Girls in a Broom LLC offering residential and commercial cleaning services in Fort Collins, Colorado and surrounding areas. Call us today, 719-216-1143. Providing basic clean, deep clean, wet cleans or Airbnb services. Let Two Girls in a Broom LLC do the work. We'll take care of you and all your cleaning needs. Call us today, 719-216-1143. Hi folks, the Rev here. The Hunting and Sportsman's Gun Show is Northern Colorado's premier event in 2021. These shows feature dozens of vendors that guarantee the best selection of guns and ammo in Northern Colorado. From the Loveland Outlet Malls to Island Grove Park in Greeley. For show dates, locations, or table reservations, visit PEShows.com. That's PEShows.com. While you're out, visit Harsh Outdoors at 600 Oak Avenue in Eaton. They carry a full line of ATVs, UTVs, mowers, trimmers, sprayers, and chainsaws from Husqvarna, DR, Generac, and EasyGo. Whether you have half an acre or a thousand, they carry the equipment you need. They also have a full-line gun store with lots of firearms, ammo, safes, and accessories. Check out HarshOutdoors.com. That's HarshOutdoors.com. Backyard or back 40, Harsh Outdoors has you covered. Serving overseas was just the beginning. We might be home from war, but our mission continues in communities all across the country. It's why we're out there in times of peace and crisis, providing meals to the hungry and supplies to the sick. It's why we're giving strength to those who are too weak and bringing resources to those without them. Service doesn't stop when we're done serving. It's what makes us the VFW. Learn more at vfw.org. This is Carter, bail agent at ASAP Bail Bonds. We now have a radio show. Tune in every Sunday at 2 to 3 to learn the truth about bail. Feel free to give us a call anytime for free bail information. 970-378-7878. We want you to know the truth about the rise in crime. Tune in every Sunday at 2. Okay, well that ends this three-hour program. And again, I'm Rick Rodriguez, and the program is the Olive Tree and Lampstand Radio Church. Every Sunday from 8 until 11. On uh, Thursdays for the open forum from 11 to 1. And then uh, in an hour, I'll be back on for, a, for an hour segment. And you can uh, 
go take a break, get a coffee, and come back and listen. I'm going to talk about, I think the forest fires in California, they've done their evil for this year. They're going to shut it down. Podcasts are 1360khnc.com to the podcast section and then drop down to the Olive Tree Lampstand Ministry box and hit that. You can listen to these programs. My contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado. 80502 P.O. Box 872 Longmont Colorado 80502 and Rick email is rick at khnc.net rick at khnc.net but in the epistle of John now concerning the world in chapter 4 verse 4 to end it on the matter of the cosmos. You are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the cosmos. And in the cosmos are the children of the devil. They are of the cosmos, therefore speak they of the cosmos and the cosmos will hear them. But we are of God. He that knows God hears us. He that is not of God hears not us. Hereby we know we, hereby know we the spirit of truth and the spirit of error. Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone that loveth is born of God and knoweth God. He that loveth not knoweth not God, for God is love. In this was manifested the love of God toward us, because that God sent His only begotten Son into the world that we might live through Him. God sent His only beloved Son into the world, His begotten Son, that we might live through Him. Herein is love, not that we love God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. He is the propitiation. He's the one who made atonement for all of us. He's the one who satisfied the legal righteous requirements of Almighty God. We are destined to eternal fire, but through Jesus Christ, He has become our atonement, our atonement with God, and we have fellowship with God. God bless you. God bless this audience. God keep you. May God just bless your week, protect you, keep you, all that you love, that he keep what you have he's put in his hands. May he protect it. God, see, talk to you next week. Due to the responses to our Ostrafarian CBD commercial, here's a message from Arnold. I don't know what the big deal is. I just try to use a little accent and sell some CBD and people get all upset at me. I just want to sell CBD. Buy CBD now. Now, buy it now. To buy or find my kind CBD products, just go to the website, 1360khnc.com, click on the shop.
You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. 